was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Talk Sport on RTL Today Radio. Kia ora and good Northern from RTL Today Radio, Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. It is show number 75. You're with myself, Nathan Snade, me old pucker across from me, Scott Brown. Mucker, mucker, not pucker. No, I call you pucker. Me old pucker. Is it wrong? Well, you've been pucker for 79 shows, Scott. But anyway, you're my old pucker, show 79. It's our domestic sports wrap tonight, and we are talking, mate. Let's hear the sound of this. we got pickleball on. Look at you, huh? Hey. Keep you uppies, huh? Keep you, up, keep you uppies with the pickleball. It's the first time I've ever held a, a picket, a picket ball, pickleball. A, a bat? A racket? No, nah, it has to be a paddle. Paddle. It's there a paddle. Go. Yeah. That makes sense, because there's no holes in this. Yeah. So if there's holes, would it be a racket? If there's holes, I'm guessing so. No, not necessarily because it's plastic. It looks like a paddle. This is going to be a good debate, you know, relating to other sports and stuff. It and is you know, too. Exactly we're going to come on about. We'll come back to that. Weather, snow again. We, I think we had all four seasons today, didn't we? Yeah. Were you outside working? Obviously, outside hustling as always, you know. Man. Big, Good big, man. Uh, big coaching jacket on. As uh, Nathan said, it's show seventy nine this evening. We've got our two guests, Benoit and Sonia. Now, Sonia, can you say your second name for me? Kemliani. Kemliani. Oh. That fantastic Happy. British accent. And Benoit, can you say your second name for me as well? Yeah, Quisquater. Uh, no, normally what <laughs> happens is I get Nathan to read them out. I don't like to read them out because I normally make a fool and of myself. Normally I do a stunning job, but tonight I didn't have the confidence. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so um, we just asked you instead. You can get involved in the show. It's 6215252000. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And if you've got any questions for our guests, please get involved. Um, we will start things off uh, as we do, uh, going to that history of sport around the world. Uh, Nathan, you've got a few uh a few, uh, yeah, there is a few a, stats. There is a us, few you know? stats, and you know that I'm. A, I, I do like my stats, and I'm going to go all the way back to 1869, where we had ten salary players making up the Cincinnati Red Stockings, becoming the first professional baseball team. Have a guess how much their payroll was at that time. Nine thousand five hundred US dollars. That is a lot of cash in uh, 1869. I can tell you. They um, and then unfortunately that was in eighteen sixty nine and eighteen seventeen the Red Stockings were disbanded so one year in and it's all over but I'm wondering they wasn't the Red Sox was it Red Sox are uh, from Boston so certainly not yeah. Cincinnati but what's I wonder- their uh, what's their uh, stadium called where the Boston Red Sox play. We had this conversation a week ago, didn't we? Is Two it weeks. Fenway? Fenway Park. Fenway Park. Fenway Park is the Boston Red Sox. But you you brought up another uh, another stadium because I asked you what it was. No, uh, Coliseum. No, it started with W, wasn't it? Um, you you last week you knew three baseball stadiums. This is us going off on a tangent as always. Do you know any baseball stadiums, Sonia? None at all. None no. at all. Benoit, any yeah. baseball? No. Yeah. 
No pop well, sport, anyway. Fenway, Fenway Park. Have you heard of Fenway Park? That's, I mean, you when, when you, when no, you that, think that's the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> that's the Boston Red Sox. That that's either. where they play. <laughs> okay, um, moving moving on a um, a few more years. In fact, a lot a number of years further. It's uh, 1949. Cricket's master, which we've repeatedly said his name uh, over the past few months, Don Bradman. He received his knighthood today here from the uh, Governor General in Australia. Um, he was knighted by King George VI for his outstanding contribution to Australian cricket. He was a, he was a cricket player from 1928 to 1948, and he, pl- and he scored a, a, a hundred on every third game. That's phenomenal. That is ridiculous. Absolutely that's ridiculous phenomenal. Start, and that's why he deserves to, quite rightly, or to be knighted, or why he deserved to be knighted as a sir. On the uh, on the theme of basketball, we've obviously got the Lux Finals this weekend. Uh, we had Gavin Love in the, on the show on uh, on Sunday evening. Um, Wilt Chamberlain, the first player to score 4,000 points in the NBA. Never made a three-pointer. That's interesting, before the three-point line came in, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. But made 4,000 points, yeah. Some uh, guy, uh, you can't would... hit the threes, you know. Um, <laughs> exactly. Few, few, few rugby ones for you. Uh, Nineteen eighty, England beat Scotland. That doesn't happen very often. The way things are going at the moment, to win their eighteenth, um, five nations. Um, but uh, yeah, and then the other one you've got here is Wales beating France. Was actually a hell of a game. Two thousand and eight. That was when uh, that was Shane Williams when he was uh, World Player of the Year. Um, Wales. <sighs> Boah, what a yeah, difference, well, we don't, we don't 14, 15 years. Exactly. Well, you know, we can't moan about Wales because England aren't going too well at the moment either. Um, and then the last one you got here is obviously Ireland beating France 22-20, which was a rarity for Ireland to win in uh, in Paris. And that was... 2014. Brian O'Driscoll's... Uh, that was, if I remember rightly, was that where Johnny Sexton got that ridiculous drop goal? I can't remember, but it was uh, it was something ridiculous like that. Brian O'Driscoll, 141 caps, best centre to play the game. You think uh, so? So you know, it's it's one of those things. It's you know, who's, who's one of the best centres that's played outside you in rugby? Outside me? Outside you? Uh, a guy called Dave Devlin Jones. English? Yep. Red hair. <laughs> Animal. Quality player. Hard as nails. Always injured though. Made blokes with rugby, blokes, rugby players with red hair. Oh, they got a mean streak in them, haven't hard. they? Yeah. They are really hard, yeah. hard men. Um, Dave's the sort of person that if you. I remember one of the last games I played with him where a bloke counterrupted him and, yeah, you knew what was coming after that. Not Nothing yeah. naughty, but, you know, could throw a shot. Quality, quality player. Um, There's went, been a few a few names stick out to me when I think centre. Conrad Smith. Conrad Smith is definitely yeah, one. Will Carling. Yeah. Was in there. What about Will... Um, the other one, Will Greenwood. Will Greenwood. Yeah, I think. I think like. Who would you go for? O'Driscoll was a different. Ravy, Comrade Smith, Ma'a Nonu. Um, Timmy, be Hor- Timmy Horan. It's before my time. Before my time. Smoking I, Joe Stanley. But th- way but, before your time but again. I, but they I were the glory th- days, Scott. I also <laughs> think it's very difficult to compare players from now um, to twenty years ago because yes, they were good players and stuff, but you know, it's all you know, amateur versus professional. Would those guys? from the amateur days be able to compete in the you know in the professional environment but you know at the same time the the pressure those guys were put under as amateurs would the professionals be able to transition yeah, across so time, what, time, time um, and, and that just being a little bit more specific in that uh, centre position the combinations were probably a little bit more important yeah, than think, any other than any other role yeah, on a, on a, on I think a pitch got, you could argue that yeah the game's moved on massively you know you talk about having the 
second 5'8", you know, the 12 as a second receiver or as a kicker, left and right foot. There's lots of things to consider. Do you just pick a big meathead to smash up the middle? You know, there's there's lots of things to uh, to do. But anyway, I'm not going to bore you about let's, rugby let's the whole talk time. about the sport. Can you do right the one? Here. Can you hit it up and then like twist your hand as well? So hit it up and then spin it. Like that? Yeah. Oh, so techers for you. Right. Pickleball. Benoit, how long have you lived in Luxembourg for? Uh, in Luxembourg, 15 years, but I'm working here for 35 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, we'll start things off. Pickleball. Where does it or- originate from? Where is it from originally? It has been created not far from Seattle. Uh, on a small island, uh, Bainbridge Island, uh, in 1965. Wow. Yes. Some fathers uh, wanted to entertain uh, their child during uh, summer. And so uh, in the backyard, they, they had, uh, I think, uh, a volley cord. And uh, so they took the net, they, they built some uh, wooden paddles, and uh, they took uh, a wiffle ball. And it's where all started. A wiffle ball, that means it's called a wiffle ball because it's got hole, holes y- yes. in it. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you, uh, you sort of see those balls with stuff like floor hockey uh, or roller hockey and then also um, smaller versions of that for golf. Great for practicing the golf, you know. What about yourself, Sonia? How did you, how did you get involved in pickleball? Well, I moved to Luxembourg about a year and a half and um, my brother and sister-in-law in Hong Kong said, pickleball, really sociable really good to meet people so try and find uh, that in when you arrive there didn't exist and all I did was find one web page that said please contact if you're interested and Benoit emailed and that was your mighty over to my right emailed yeah. me three yeah. uh, three months later and and we've started pickleball in Luxembourg very good and so just for the ignorant among us out here where can you play pickleball what is the court how is the court set up or the where would you play it the court uh, is is quite small. It's like the badminton court. Yeah. So it's thirteen meters or uh, six meters on thirteen meters. Yeah. And um, until uh, since uh, September, we play in Ovald Tennis Club Ovald. Yeah. And uh, we put four courts on one tennis court. Oh, wow. So yeah. f- okay, I thought it would be. I was would have thought it'd be half a tennis court, but actually it's yes half the size. But you can put four on them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so I mean, it's funny the few the few comments you made there, Sonia, about how it's a sociable sport, and we often find that through um, you know our own sporting background. If you ever move to a new country, the best thing you can do is go and join a sports club because you immediately have a connection with people, um, and you can obviously get involved. And we know the importance in this day and age of staying physically active. But pickleball, why pickleball? <laughs> I I come from the tennis world. I played from uh, nine year old to till uh, thirty three years old, and then I stopped everything, no sport at all. And uh, last uh, two years ago, I wanted to to start again doing something, and uh, I've I've see, I I was looking at pedal. Padel is also a sport that I found quite nice, and I've seen on YouTube pickleball. Uh, and w- as soon as uh, as I seen it, I said I will love that sport, and so I had the opportunity to try it in uh, in Lincoln because there is a senior club 
trying pickle uh, do, doing um, uh, some sessions there. And so I've been there because I'm more than 50 years old, so I was allowed to go there. And uh, it confirmed immediately that I would be in love with that sport. But, but just the name, why pickle? Ah, why yeah, pickleball? Yeah. Oh, Sonia, you can explain that. <laughs> uh, well, apparently the 1965 crew in the US um, playing pickleball in the summer, uh, apparently they had a, a, a family dog uh, called Pickles, and it used to be a case of Pickles ball get. Really interesting. So it came into pickleball from there. Easy as that. I was hoping it would be something like, you know, you put your hand, you grab a pickle, you play, oh, we've run out of one, I'll grab another one and (laughs) keep going or something like that. There may be other theories. Yeah, Yeah, there is another one about uh, rowing um, competitions. And and when there are people uh, left, when all the boats are ready, they put all the people uh, remaining on one boat and it's called a pickle boat. And so as the sport, as pickleball is a mix of badminton, t- table tennis and, uh, and uh, I don't remember uh, the third one, and, uh, uh, yeah, they call tennis, that pickleball. Sort of a but we are not sure pickle. of the, yeah. So at the moment, is there, it does, you're playing, you, can, you can play at Hovold, but you can also play in Lynchgen uh, as well? Yeah, it's also yeah. possible to play there. We also play in Arlon and in Tennis Club Garissa. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year we played outdoor at uh, two or three uh, different locations uh, in the uh, schoolyard in Ettelbrook, uh, in Beaufort, uh, near the, the ice skating park. Uh, yep. So you just yeah. set the court. You you take the net with you. You set the court up. Get the chalk on the on the on the pavement. Begin playing pavement, grass, clay. It must be hard. Yeah. So grass, it doesn't work. But uh, on the car park, uh, yeah. Positive. Okay. So and that's always a positive, isn't it? Because it's a game you can take take with you. Take with I, you. I think that's the we're we're spoiled for choice in Luxembourg. We get a lot of you know decent facilities, but. A lot of us would say we don't get, you know, we don't get access to all of them. So the fact that you've got a sport where you can literally just pick it up and play it from the back of your car is uh, is absolutely fantastic. Sonia, but can you just enlighten me as to some of the, the rules? I mean, what's the scoring system? Can you play doubles? Is it only singles, you know? Yeah, uh, you can play both singles and doubles. Uh, doubles uh, is a lot more sociable, easier to play, easier to pick up. Singles tends to be a bit more hardcore. Um, so in Hovald and in Garisart, we generally play doubles, uh, but there will be the odd person. If you can't make a complete four, two people will just play singles on, on another court. So, so possible to do either or. Um, the rules, very straightforward. They are a mix of tennis, uh, badminton and um, table tennis. Uh, scoring system, usually to 11 with a two-point lead if you're, if you're sort of close at the end. Um, cross-court serving, uh, like tennis. Um, and, um, and the net is just a little bit shorter than a tennis net. Uh, you swap sides uh, for each point. You serve on tennis, like tennis, uh, and a little bit like volleyball. You tend to, uh, you can only score uh, when it's your serve. Oh, okay, okay, like the old squash when it was to to nine. So when you serve, I, I mean, I'll take you your serve, word for it yeah. about squash, mate. <laughs> when you serve and under you can you can try and get a little spin on the yeah. on the pickle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can. So, so the the serving. The, there's a couple of sort of differentiations between tennis and things. Uh, when you serve, uh, the, it has to be an underarm serve. Everything has to be below the waist. So, uh, 
arm. I, I believe pedal is like that as well, isn't it? As a below, so. a below yeah. the waist, yeah. yeah. And 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 that's your first shot. And then when the ball, when you when the ball come back comes back to the server, it has to bounce before you can hit it. Okay, uh, sorry, I misunderstood that. You you have to bounce the ball before you go so under, no, it, or no. you can release so it straight you, from the you, when you serve straight from you the can, mitt. You can just release it straight from your hand, or yep. you can. Uh, bounce the ball and hit it that way. You can't throw the ball down. You sure. can't smack it down. Yep. You can release, release it, it, let it hit the floor and then serve. Or you can just uh, let it drop and hit it before it uh, hits the floor. So just... Can you... Can Sonia, you, Sonia, so you, you're, getting you, me, you're getting me keen, quite keen on this. You're a racket head, aren't you? <laughs> um, so after you play the serve, do you have to let it bounce when, each so, time? So when it goes on to the other side, they, it obviously has to bounce before they hit it. But when it comes back to you as the server it has to bounce on your side before you hit it and that's for the first exchange and oh. thereafter you can come up and yeah. come to the net play a volley so, so uh there is a kitchen uh line on both sides of the course called la cuisine the kitchen line and um it is it's called the kitchen um but it's called the no volley zone so in okay. that zone uh, you can't volley in that zone. The ball has to bounce in that zone before oh. you can hit it. Oh, okay. so this is good. This is good. I'm just thinking of two brothers or family rivalry. Any cheating can go on here? I mean, any debates over whether you're in the kitchen or you weren't? It's quite a clear line. So, so. What, what we kind do of foot, have, foot over, have, foot under? Yeah, we do have debates. And also. Good, we like yeah, this. We do have debates. And, <laughs> and if, you, uh, if you're outside of the kitchen line and you hit a volley and then you. Uh, unbalance and it. fall into that's it. Naughty that's naughty, naughty, is it? Naughty, 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 oh, okay, oh, very interesting. I can see the social side coming through already. So, so it's my theory about uh, la cuisine is that the game was invented in 1965, and uh, it would have been mothers mainly in the kitchen, and they would have said, "Everybody, stay out the kitchen." Stay out the kitchen. So that that is good reason that's for my theory. Not a case yep. of mothers actually playing it. In the kitchen, so they got some peace and quiet to actually play pickleball in the kitchen, huh? Yeah. The, th- <laughs> the thing I like about this, or what's coming across very well, is it's a game for for all sports, age. Yeah. Around me, so there are some some sports. Yeah, we t- take a sport like rugby, for example. A, 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 an elder player is less likely to play to play rugby, yeah, yeah, but yet pickleball is you, you're, you're picking up all sports. Yeah. It's easy yep. to pick up. It's easy game to learn. It's easy game to understand. Uh, the the equipment is light and easy to manoeuvre. It's uh, yeah. It's a nice nice. And and how many participants would we have roughly? I mean, do, are we so? Do, do we affiliate ourselves to the Luxembourg Pickleball Association? Is that is 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 that being set up? Have you got? To, how, how do we? Or we just yeah. The, the the first club, Let's Pickleball, has been created last year. Uh, officially in August, and uh, in September, the Tennis Federation, so the FLT, yep. uh, has created, has decided to create the Pickleball Commission. And so there is a governing body for the sport now in Luxembourg. And um, the objective, of course, is to develop and to create more clubs in the country and clubs or sections within yep. a badminton or a tennis club. Yeah, and then we can create leagues and that's um, right. Yeah, so that's still, that's still the, like that. Is there a uh, you know, I'd imagine there is a 
Is there some sort of European tournament you can play in or a, a yeah. world tournament even? Is there? There are already, a, 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 of course, in the US, a lot of competitions. Um, but in Europe, uh, you have a, a calendar quite uh, good uh, filled in. Uh. Yeah. Uh, we, we participated last year to some tournaments in, uh, in Madrid, in Gelsenkirchen, in Germany, in Odense, in Denmark, in Belgium two times. Odense, um, a fantastic place. The city of Hans Christian Andersen, I believe. Okay. Odense, Odense. Odense. Oh, Odense yeah. is, the, uh, is the city of Hans Christian Andersen. Was that? Odense in Denmark, Scott. Been there, mate. Been there? Been there twice, did, actually. Did, did you, go to, did you go to the birthplace of Hans, Mr. Hans Christian I, Anderson? I may well have done after a few beers on the Saturday evening. Okay. <laughs> you probably walked past. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fabulous place. Lots of students on bicycles in that city. One of the better ones. Pain. Absolute pain to get there, though, because you fly into the Copenhagen and you have to drive uh, down. That's part of the reason why the rugby play there, because it's, it's tough for the away teams. Tough for the away teams. But, um, I mean, it's it's one of those, you know, I think it's fair to say pickleball is very much a minority sport, like squash, like rugby. So it's good that you've sort of got your own, you know, I guess your own group that you're trying to... And obviously you're always trying to encourage more and more people to... Uh, to, to come down to how how do we go about that is that a case of word of mouth bring your friends down or is that you know you're doing it through social media and stuff what's, yes what's, we've done uh, a bit uh, everything uh, yeah. what you've said uh, we have of course a Facebook page and inter in an Instagram uh, profile and then um, some also we send press release uh, with uh, um, various uh, success um, but uh, the word of mouth was probably the best way we organized some open doors in Arlon and Ovald during summer uh, for instance Ovald the tennis club Ovald uh, wanted to help us and they said okay you have access every week and um, for free and all the people who want to try can come in, and uh, wow. have an initiation with you so we had a lot of people coming there and now the members are talking to their friends and they are bringing uh, new new players every week. For instance, la yesterday there were five new people playing and two of them has de have decided already to become uh, a member. I think it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's one of those sports which I would imagine sort of suits the the lifestyle in Luxembourg, very much like squash, you know, tennis, where, you know, a lot of people work in finance, you know, work those long days and they, they can come and you know, blow off a bit of steam and have a couple of uh, beers afterwards. It's something that definitely, uh, I think, would appeal to a lot of people. What's the point in doing sport if you can't have a beer afterwards, eh? That's my motto. There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> what, what about um, attire? Uh, Benoit, are you, are you one to wear all whites? Including, oh, no. including the white... Uh, I think that's a, a story of the past. That's a story of the past. <laughs> Even in tennis, you don't see that anymore. No, you have to I go think. to Wimbledon to have a look <laughs> at that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you can dress. There, there, there is one new rule that has been um, created last year. Uh, it's that you cannot wear clothes uh, with the same color of the uh, as the ball. It's the pickle. Yeah, because some uh, sometimes it's, it can be confusing. Because otherwise yeah, the lads, you do what you want. The lads rocking down in the high vis vest, you know. That was my that was my trick on a squash court. I would always have a wet, wear black and wear the boots. <laughs> Hopefully they couldn't see where just the off, ball was. Just off the building site, was it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. What about yourself, Sonia? Have you got a favorite um, favorite attire that you wear when you play pickleball? No, just the you. We have actually, I do actually do. We have t-shirts. Great. Luxembourg, let's pickleball t-shirts, and it's always washed and cleaned and ready for my pickleball sessions. And are you superstitious? You have your special socks. No special socks, but I have to wear the t-shirt. Yeah, fair enough. Promote the promote the game. What about you, Benoit? Have you got any superstitions before you play? 
I, I'm trying to think about that, but I don't think so. No, no. We've got it in your head now. You wait till the weekend. Is there ever a little bit of gamesmanship comes in there? I think back to cricket, you know, yeah. if you were, uh, you know, because you presumably you're right-handed or left-handed, do you ever walk out with it in your... Uh, in your, uh, in, you know, in your other hand, so they think, oh, she's, like, she's a lefty, you know. I, I hadn't considered that, but actually that might be a, a trick for the future. As a, yeah. I've, I've seen guys do that, do that playing cricket. Obviously, mm. you don't see it happen as much at the, um, come in at, the top, at the top of the game. Now, if, if you know anything about cricket, obviously, if you wear your, um, your batting gloves, you know, but the way, the nature of how you hold the bat means that if, if I'm right-handed, my one of one of my gloves will have a padding over the thumb and then it would obviously be different if I was left-handed so you can watch somebody but just by they walk out to bat normally that's what you look for oh he's right-handed or he's left-handed but I have seen fellas walk out because some people maybe aren't you know I don't know maybe don't pay attention to the detail or something like this and I've seen guys so if you go out to bat uh, if I was batting here and that was the stumps there I would take take my guard like this by the way that I dress the crease um, would indicate that I'm actually right-handed. But I've seen fellas go out to bat left-handed like this. And what happens is you're having a conversation. So if I'm here, I'm having a conversation with the umpire. Now, everybody will assume that I'm left-handed. So if the captain sees that, he'll go, right, you swap over this way because yep. generally you load one of the sides based on... On the fielding on, positions. On, exactly, on how... You know whether they're left-handed or if they have tendencies for certain shots. So what happened, I've seen it happen. Captain will set the field and stuff, and then he'll go like that and turn round, and you'll be like, oh, "You oh, guys ran over the hundred meters, mate." Yeah, you have to run back and change it all. What again. about with the serve? Sonia has Benoit. Sonia has any dirty tricks on the on the serve? Any nasty spins inside out or outside in? You know her very well. Yike. Yes. I'm not the one with a spin. Oh, it's, it's okay. A bit of power. I'm not the one with a bit spin. of raw power. Oh. Meanwhile, he's got a cap like, <laughs> and and and, and, and it works it quite well. It with the, that ball. Uh, I'm guessing because the um, the uh, the holes in the pickle. Let's call it the pickle. It seems, seems <laughs> sensible to me to call the ball <laughs> a pickle. But so I guess the hole would be able to pick up the air and it'd be able to. Yeah, and you have two different balls: one for indoors and then one for outdoors. Okay. Uh, this is. Uh, I think uh, I, uh, an indoor, uh, an outdoor one with 40 holes, and there's also the indoor one with 26 holes, quite uh, a bit bigger than th those. You got a bit of ball tampering, you know, get the drill out beforehand, put a couple <laughs> extra holes in there. Um, so if I'm listening in and I'm thinking I would love to start getting active or, you know, if I, you know, just moved to Luxembourg and I want to get involved, how, how do we go about that? Who should I, who should I get in comms with? You're being nodded at Sonia here. you got the let's, deeds, have you? Let's pick a ball. So let's... Luxembourg, let's yeah. Let's, yeah. let's talk sport. Yeah, absolutely. Let's we talk have, sport. Uh, let's pickleball. We have, a, we have a website, so you just put pickleball Luxembourg into yeah. your search engine, or let's pickleball. Uh, it will come up with our website, uh, and uh, we have free uh, initiation. Uh, initiation as a dis different word, a different. Um, meaning in the world of rugby, so we have three sessions to start you off. There you go with uh, your pickleball uh, career. So uh, come down, uh, see us, call us, send us an email. Yeah, we're all very friendly. We're all. Do you have an friendly. annual? Um, do you have an annual fancy dress pickleball championship? Best dressed team. 
Uh, we had our first uh, tournament, uh, our uh, Let's Pick Up tournament uh, in November. And, uh, yes, it yes. was the uh, 30th of October. It yeah. was the pickleball, first pickleball night. First in, pickleball uh, yeah. night at Kvald. And uh, we had a little tournament between all the members. Successful. Mm. So we're moving on from that. On to bigger and better things on this to bigger year. Bigger and better things. Happy days. Are you on, you're on social media. So you're on Facebook and Instagram as well, yep. are we? Yeah. I think, you can, I think you, they can sign us up. Scott, we'll, we'll turn up. We'll put we'll on a best dress. High, high socks. Yeah, I'd love to be given the run around by you, mate. <laughs> we've got some serious players. Yeah, we've got you some. Might, what what do you call be, them? Ballers? Or we've got be, some uh, serious pickles? What's might the. Be seriously challenged as well. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll yeah. definitely give them. Play the mind games, huh? But I mean, that's the beauty of it is I think as long as you're playing sport. Yeah, that's the that's the big thing if you're getting active, especially after what everyone's gone through in COVID, you know, hopefully more and more people oh, it's such will, uh, it's will keep such going down. Game. I mean, that, yeah. that, I'm, I'm a big believer that obviously coming from a coaching background that you, if you ever hear someone say, oh, I just hate playing sport, I don't actually believe that. I just believe that you haven't found your sport yet so if you haven't found your sport maybe this is for you maybe pickleball is you what pickleball you need to go could be for you scott huh pickleball could maybe be for you. maybe when i retire from playing which yeah, by the sound we'll of things isn't going to be doubles buddy and we'll, which isn't we'll gonna be. i'll stay at the back mate i'll stay at the back <laughs> um on a more light-hearted note obviously um if you uh, let's let's fast forward a little bit a couple years down the line um you two are playing mixed doubles together you've got the power benoit sonia you've got the crafty spin at the net um and you're playing in a, in a in a big championship a world championship and as we know the um it's all about getting the crowd pumped you know you get the crowd pumping you know baying for blood and, and what have you before before you come out um what music would you have playing? If, if the pair have a, kid, have a chat about yeah. it as a team, would you? If the pair of you came out, what music? You know, what tunes would be pumping as you come out to play pickleball? I have a suggestion. You can go. go on. Yeah. You've been thinking about this. You see, you go home and think about I this. I don't see it. <laughs> I, I must yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. You can tell I us would, It would be Van Halen Jump. Oh, wow. okay. That's a nice one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, very nice, good. Like v- very, very, very good shot. It's not a, a brand new one, but... Uh, <laughs> and, and classic. What about you, Sonia? Would you be happy? Would you... Uh... Uh, well, at, uh, being as I can't think of one at the moment, uh, I would go along with his choice. You look like a, you look, to me, Sonia, I'm taking right. You look, like a, you look like a happy person. You look like a Mika or well, someone like this that would come out I dancing. Like, I like Queen. Queen, yeah. There we go. Uh, Understandably, like "Don't Stop Me Now." Yeah, that would that would be on my list. Classic. It does take about and, a week and, and a half. And what about as a, and what about your team uniform? You're going to represent Luxembourg. What's on your what? What, what would you? What what color headband would you be? Would you be white, red, or light blue? Or all three? Or all three? Oh, they're good ones. Those all three yeah. colors on headbands. All three. All yeah. three. Yeah, they're good. Got to be all three. Yeah. What about yourself, Benoit? Do you wear the headband or do you wear the backwards cap? Uh, well, I don't, big, I big don't really need a headband. <laughs> what about the sweat that must be pouring off? Oh, yes, we, I, I've that on my wrist. Yeah. You and I have the same hairdresser, <laughs> and I can tell you it comes it, it pours off me. I need a, I need a sweat band these days. <laughs> well, we're going to take a short break here, but uh, Benoit, this one's for you. So ah, we'll take a short you. break. If you are interested in getting involved in Pickleball, as I said, you can hit them up on social media, um, on Facebook and Instagram, and as always doesn't go wrong with google listen to you tapping away you have to do that for the whole song now mate no problem, cheers mate. take a break no problem no problem van halen 
What an absolute beauty, huh? I tell you what, Benoit, absolute ripper of a song. No, we haven't had that one before, have we? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was good to have Belter, belter, good to have belter, belter. belter. Pickleball, well, um, mate, I'm always open to go and try something new, go and try a different sport, you know, go and uh, well, just get active. I'll do anything. I'll chase a, like a dog chasing a car, you know. Yeah. I would chase cars if that was a sport. I'm surprised they keep continuously. It, it just, I mean, I guess because of the holes in the, in the, in the ball, it was just a, it was just look like a pickle for me. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things where, you know, you could be you'd be playing cricket, and how many times have you run out of tennis balls or cricket balls, and you find one of them, and it's like, let's crack on, lads. Crack do on. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the last time I saw one, it was all like the golf the practice golf balls that you can play yeah. in your or you ever do living the, room. The, the floor hockey or uni hockey they call. Ah, it, that's right. You? Yeah, that's a, another one. Yeah. Um, interesting about the forty holes. So an outdoor yeah, ball, ball has, has forty, and an indoor one has twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. At the time, I did did think. Why is that? But but like so like in squash, obviously the balls have different colours. What do the colours mean? Uh, the height of the bounce. In fact, it's one of the only sports where you have different balls for the ability of the of the players. So do the pros play with the same ball? <laughs> Actually, there's a ball that most people would play with. And it's a dub, It's got two yellow spots on it, and it's called a double yellow dot. Yeah. And yeah, it's called a pro a double yellow dot, but it's called a pro ball. And then the, the ball that most people should play with actually only has one single yellow dot, which is called a competition ball. And what's the, what's the significance of that? It's softer. It's, uh, no, it, well, slightly. The rubber's slightly different, but it would it does it feels the same. But it just means that when you hit the ball, the single yellow dot has a little bit more bounce than the double yellow dot. Oh. Very and then there's a then there's a, a a red dot and a blue dot yeah, as well. And what do they mean? And they just they just they're diff, different heights. The idea is that you you want your beginner to play. The same number of shots per rally as the pros yeah, do. Yeah, if, yeah. if a if a beginners are using a double yellow dot, the ball's not going to dot because of the, because of the rubber. You know, does it bounce. not? Once it warms up, the ball once it warms it, up, right, does it not bounce? But but, but the but the an average punter is not able to warm up a double yellow dot. But what the pros are doing when they play on a glass court, they're using another ball again. Different, they, I suppose, they, different density of the very different men, and also playing on a glass court doesn't react the same as a plasterboard. So, so if you were to if you were to uh, rank balls, okay, so it goes double yellow is one is well, is top the shelf. white ball, the white ball, which is a glass court, then double yellow, yeah, yep. and then after that, single yellow, single yellow, and then after that is red and bl- then blue. Okay, so if you rocked onto the court, and let's say you're someone was like giving it stacks and they wanted to play a match against you, and they rocked up with the blue ball, how would you? Yeah, to adapt to it. Yeah. Well, so what if I come down and I, because sometimes I'll, you know, go and have a little hit at top squash and I use these red balls, you know, we're a little bit, <laughs> little bit bigger. Well, yeah. Here's, okay, here's a little, here's a little trick that, 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 I, that you, I do, which I can do. So in the warm-up of the, of the game where you, where you knock it to each other, I hit the ball really hard to try and get that double yellow dot, which I would normally play with, to get it really, really warm so that the, the punter that I'm playing would not be used to that heat. So very often they miss the ball because they just miss time. The, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bouncing slightly higher than what they would you Would you, you know, we were talking about that, how a bit of gamesmanship and stuff like that. Would yeah. you ever play against someone and be like rubbish, you know, in the warm up and like not hit a thing and then, you know, obviously turn it on? I just, well, I don't well, know yeah, why yeah, I think of this. This is just is, back. No, this no, no. This is, this is a funny thing because this crossed through my head the other, uh, other week. And, and actually, you know, I could probably turn up in a, I don't know, a monkey costume, let's say that, monkey costume, I could play left-handed and I could play against someone that's a good player. Of course, they downplay with me and then all of a sudden I swap it to my right hand and I give them a bit of tackers and, yeah. What's that? I'm trying to think of that, is it? 
someone's done that before basically played left-handed and then be like why are you playing with the wrong hand and then he changes it and then obviously crushes them but I think of the um the, I don't know why it set me off about the cricket but I used to play in the in the backyard with the brothers and stuff and that would get quite heated and my brother below me Craig used to do this thing where he would he would like well pull the mic a bit close here so he would like stand like this as if he was going to play a shot but obviously you know if you're playing uh, from my limited cricketing experience, if you're playing, you know, once you pick the line and the pitch, the, the ball, swing, yeah, try and get there as soon as possible, wait, and then play through. And it Go on, good. yeah. And he would do this thing where he would stand, and obviously, if you're batting like this, the bat is naturally into your body. It's sure, like, you know, on the inside, the inside yeah. edges. And then obviously, you, you straighten up, and then as you come through, yeah, exactly. So he he would do this where he would be like this, but then what he would do is like turn the bat straight and hold it like this, <laughs> and then he would go like. You know, you always have your hands close together, like in golf. You know, it's not a, it's not yeah, like a seesaw. Yes. And he would do this thing where he'd go like this, and he would wait to the last minute. Obviously, because we're not using a, we're using a tennis ball. Yeah. So the ball's not swinging or anything. With no, with no tape. No, no. It was a tennis ball or a hard ball. Okay. <laughs> Someone gets whacked on the shin, and then it's a fight, and that's the end of the game. No, but and he would do this thing where he'd like hold it like this, and then he would bowl and go. Like that, you know. <laughs> so I just spat everywhere laughing about that. And, and it's just like, yeah, so we would hold it and then, but just like, you know, isn't delay it, it, delay isn't it, it really funny fun. how, let's say, when brothers are playing, all the tricks they pull out, so many dirty, rotten things to try to, not necessarily, well, of course, to win, yeah. but to annoy your, your job. We used to have one, I'm not sure if I told you this, when we played two-on-two um, two rugby. Rather than, if you got if you broke the line in, in the backyard, you broke the line, rather than going to score a try, we'd stop and do a droppy, just because yeah. it'd annoy yeah. the heck out of the other Can you imagine runner? doing that these days, Quality. if someone pulled up the 22 and went for a drop goal? <laughs> someone makes a breakaway I mean can you imagine yeah, yeah it's absolutely brilliant but yeah the, we, we used to do it all the time and basically I told you about before Kyle Craig, sorry Craig would bowl and his goal wasn't to get Gareth out it was just to wrap him on the legs yeah and be like yeah and then off, <laughs> off, mean, off on our that lap. is backyard sport people, li- pe- people listening in probably think that's not that funny you know what I mean but it was but, funny but it us. is funny it, it is funny I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that as uh, I well, mean obviously this is our domestic show so we've got a few domestic stories to uh, yeah to start that's right I'll um, tell you what's not funny handball mm. that, that, that was a bit weird because obviously they uh, they lost Close, a close game for Turkey, um, and then they've obviously uh, played the return fixture, and that obviously hasn't gone to plan. But I know their coach uh, Nikola Malazovic has uh, obviously been sacked, and as has his um, his co-coach Alexandre Schubel. Yeah, and he came out last night. So, yeah. but but obviously, I I think you know, like any committee, let's say, or yeah. or board, they're kind of waiting for it, and they know they know that if there's going to be a poor poor performance, then. But there, uh, I know that the technical director, a guy called uh, Mike Anschik, um, he stepped in. He's actually stepped in before once yeah. in in twenty seventeen. Um, yeah. What was interesting was I was actually um, there was a uh, Frankie Hibbert was talking about how the one of the players, the captain, a guy yeah. called Tommy Vert, has come out and basically said, um, "We are amateurs. We play like amateurs, and we remain amateurs." And it's like it's almost like it's a cop out. You know, by by saying something like that, it's like, you know, you're having a dig, but it's like at the end of the day, you, you know, you you, you don't don't. I don't put- know if it's a cop out. The guys, I think the captain's just. I, I think he's down in the doldry. He, he's he's sulking, mate. Yeah. That's what that's what Tommy. In my opinion, that's what Tommy. Tommy, come out of there, buddy. Get back up. Get back on the horse, and keep going. I think that's a that's a sulky thing to say, in my opinion. But you got to you got. 
but sometimes see, there are people in, their, in, in, t- in team sports that don't pull their weight as much as, as others. Sometimes administrators are not going in the same direction as where, as the coaches are going. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a little bit of empathy, but yeah, make it happen. Well, I know Frankie came out and said that the uh, they need a change of mentality as soon as possible. And I think, you know, that comes from, you know, you've got to, Put yourself out there to, to play against better people because you'll you'll find out a bit about about yourself, you know. But to just yeah, come back and say, oh, it's because we're amateur, you know. You won't you don't hear that. It's like, oh, well, they get paid, and I'm like, yeah, but just get on with it, and you know, you either want to get amongst it or you don't. At the end of the day, think oh, re- revert. Okay, it's a slightly well, no, not slightly different. Think of the Leicester story. Miracles can happen, right? You know, get a, a, a team with a, that budget that Leicester had. We never was probably that, that goes down to that culture. Of it it. They had a, had a hell of a culture. You can't force right. something like that. You know, you can make people go and do stuff. You can make people, but ultimately, it's that. You know, you go through that suffering and that struggle. You know, with each other, whether it's in training, pre-season, whatever it is. And you think most of the time it is take the if you take the coach out of it, if you take the coach or the manager out of it, it's the easiest solution to change that culture. I think you. Uh, I mean, you you can go quite deep on this. I think you have to look at certain people um, within a team and, you know, how they benefit. You know, the All Blacks, we've talked about it before, they had certain policies. There's a reason certain people who tear up at Super Rugby but don't get capped for the All Blacks is because they're... uh, Many, many players. You know, they're Richard Headleys at the end of the day, you know? And it's... um, yeah, it's how it how it impacts everything. So, you know, that's quite interesting. It'd be quite interesting to sit down and look at the makeup of your team. You know, do you conform to the coach? You know, do you clash with other players from other clubs? You know, whatever whatever it might be, you can go really deep into it, but you have to see, you know, what, what do you bring to the what do you bring to the table? Oh yeah, he's good crack, he's a he's a he's a he's a prankster, he brings good energy about it. Is he the best player? No, he's not the best player, but it's good to have him around and involved in it all, you know. So yeah, different um, dynamics for different teams, different situations, well, the, different the key times. Word there, different, yeah. The key word there is teams, you know, what? how does it benefit the team? Because it, you take football, for example, you could have the 11 best players in the world. Doesn't mean it's going to be the 11 that's going to be yep. the best team in the world, you know? Um, yeah, so no, that's, that's, I think you're seeing more and more of that sort of stuff. You know, they're considering people as the, you talk about the whole holistic side of it, you know, the whole the whole package, you know, what what they bring into the table. Look at, I mean, what what are they doing regularly? Look at the combina- combinations. Would that be yeah. probably fair to say what, yeah, what, I think what combinations so. work work better, not necessarily the best the best players? I think it's yeah. probably fair to say that that happens in, in, in rugby. When I think of team sports, I immediately think rugby. And, yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and um, probably a little, but then again, it'll be a little bit different for a sport like cricket, where they don't necessarily look at the combination. Well, cricket is an individual sport, isn't it, within a team? Isn't it? Yeah, you've just got different responsibilities. You've got different Exactly, because if you're a bowler, you. You 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 have a plan. You should have a plan in what you're yep. trying to do. If you're a batsman, you are competing against that bowler, and everyone else is sort of on the the periphery to that. You know, very much like baseball as well. It's yes, you play as a team, but you're very much individual. individual you know, like yeah. the, the Ryder Cup in golf as well. You know, yes, it's a team sport, but really, it's it's individuals individual. within the team. Yeah. Formula One. One of the great things about these individual sports, whether it's, it's like squash, even myself personally, I prefer playing in a team 
than playing on my own. I mean, there's nothing better when, you know, yes, you're playing your individual match, but it's over over four matches yeah. in ability. So I personally have always pre- um, preferred playing in a team environment. And we look at the in the US where squash is massive and um, at, at university level, it's is, all team, it, team driven. Here's a question for you, and this might be a bit ignorant. If squash is so big in the States at university level or at the college level, what, what, who's ranked uh, in the top uh, top twenty in the world? Is a yank? Are there many oh, of them? There's not. Uh, no, not n- not necessarily. But a lot of the students. So, for example, Ali Farag, who's top three in the world. So he's come through Harvard. Um, so a lot of yeah, so through through college. But yeah, uh, let's say um, Americans. Right now, no. But it's just a, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, They've yeah. just got more numbers. They're pro- way they're promoting the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all, all, all the coaches are uh, even if I look at my era, all the all, all the coaches of, of of that are my age, they're all in the US. Um, they've been there for a long time. One, there's better money as, as coaches, and and you're in good setups as well. If you're in the in, in the Ivy League in particular, and your coach, you you know you're getting you're getting looked after, and you know we all know we, we, we all know it, that it's um, that it's uh, yeah. To play sport in America is uh, have to be one of the best, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, be class, mate. On to um, moving aside, onto the athletics, which happened, uh, which took part on the weekend. When a small congratulations, or a small and large congratulations from us to all those three thousand participants, the organisers, the spectators who braved the cold over the weekend, who were part of the annual spring fun run, named the Poslaf. It's got a bit of a history, the Postlove, which is a 10-kilometre run through the city. Um, athlete Jenny Gloden, who we know, she gassed it around in 36 minutes, 12 seconds, whilst the men's was won by Jonas Kind, who ran it in 32 minutes, 13. That is flying, Scott. Absolutely got wheels. Have you ever done the Postlove yourself? If not, not, 10Ks, 10Ks, some going. They call it a spring, a, the spring fun run, but it was hardly spring in those Baltic conditions. it wasn't much fun as well, you know. No, but hey. but um, you know, from the pictures that I saw, uh, there were yeah, certainly not three thousand people, but it was packed and uh, it was good fun. I like a good, I like a good fun run. Maybe we should do one together. What about um, the old basketball? Well, yeah. Finally, finally <clears throat> well, obviously, it? we know since January the the business in the women's basketball has been a bit of a mess, hasn't it? Between uh, particularly between Green Forest and T Seventy One, it's left a stale tone. We have we've, we shared our opinions about it last Sunday, um, but so what happened is the the federal tribunal of the basketball federation they took the decision to replay the match. However, the the that was changed when it went to the appeals committee. Um, and then it was obviously up against class, which uh, to validate the match, um, as it ended up, they they awarded it to uh, Hostert. Um, but it's actually yeah, actually the the class system is the highest appeal committee in Luxembourg. So um, yeah, so it was null and void. Naturally and understandably, Dulange they disagreed with the decision. Um, and the club announced that in the in, the, in a press release on um, late last week. Um, and then the, obviously the next step is to go to the International Sports Court in, um, in Switzerland. But they've run out of time and now actually um, the Hostert will play Sparta and their opponent on the cup on the weekend. So what, what would happen if, you know, do they just park it or is it something where if they if they well, kept... I think um, it'll be, I think it's parked, but it'll be, be a... There'll be a bit of bitterness. We'll we'll roll for a while with that. I mean, in unusual circumstances, isn't it? You know that where, where two points wasn't um, wasn't added. I hope that they actually make change. So where the where where they found the error, 
let's say, or where they think the error, the error clearly came from the desk, right? So I hope that they that they do a review of of those people that were that were administering or controlling the game, um, and yeah, hopefully those those, those say individuals or or the whole I don't know what they're called administrators of the game. They'd have a bit of a have a check and look at themselves and improve them and improve. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything. We, right? I'm if sure we can ask a few questions whilst we're down there. We'll obviously be down there cheering it on on uh, on yep. Saturday evening. By the way, uh, whilst we're on basketball, I have a winner that came onto our uh, our phones this week about the result. Yeah, yep. Nico Pera, he nailed it with a, with a scoreline. It was indeed seventy eight. 77 wasn't it 78 uh, it was 78 77 77. but it should have been 78 yeah but we did say what was the what was the actual score (laughs) we could debate it all along so nico Pera, you will have those tickets in your hands and we hope to get uh scott and i hope to get a photo with uh with yourself at the at at the game in the stands well done son well done um volleyball Okay, semi-finals of the Novotel League in the men's and women's. The women's semi-final, the second round of the semi-finals. Uh, Mama were beaten by Jim Volley, 3-0 in front of a full house. They now qualify for the finals. They yep. will meet Wolfer, who beat Petange. In the men's semi-finals, Strassen beat Dekush 3-0 in both games. Match one, uh, Lawrence Weiler beat Bertrange 3-1 in the second match. Bertrange won 3-2. They now play a third and deciding match yep. this Saturday. Apparently Merlin, who was in comms with us regarding the, um, the information of that, said that the um, 3-0 win um, when Mama got uh, pumped by Jim Volley was huge, it was in front of a full house and everything, so it was a massive, massive game and in the men's, that second match uh, with Lawrence Violet and Bertrand because it's 1-1, it's taking part this weekend, but apparently it's um, th- th- their match, uh, their first and second match have been absolutely outstanding, big um, yeah, big yeah, yeah, big crowds, big energy so um, yeah, and then I think what else have we got? I think we got a little bit more. Yeah, we've got the got speed, speed sk- Well, we got speed skating here. Peter Murphy set a new record at the World Championship sale um, in two minutes, sixteen seconds, and fifteen hundredths over fifteen hundred meters. And uh, the burger finished in forty third. Um, 43rd uh, place. Um, uh, in football, the Association Court of Luxembourg has decided that Jeff Strasser, coach of Niederkorn, uh, could withdraw his block of five yellow cards from the upper division during a cup match of the juniors. Um, yep. And be allowed to sit on the bench. Mate, one that's not on our list today. What? Is, wait is, there. Wait there. Yeah. So the coach has picked up five yellow cards. He's picked up five yellow cards, but he has... Um, but so so he gets banned for a for a match. Yeah. But in the rules, it doesn't say what. In the rules, it doesn't say what match. So he's basically picked a junior uh, futsal game, pretty much. Well, Gav and was telling us that. Um, um, is it the same in basketball, or not? Yeah, Gav says you can pick up a technical foul. So coach pick up a technical. Yeah. And you get fined for it. If you pick up two, you get uh, you get ejected, don't you? Yeah. So basically, you can f and blind, and then you get one, and then. Show your trap. Yeah, well, obviously he has um, it because he had five of them. Um, but obviously Jeff Strasser is a common name. One of our listenings comment, commenting, uh, saying, "Did you just say somebody got pumped?" Yeah, if you get pumped, you get beat by loads, isn't it? Who's that? 
Who, who's is that social media? Who was yeah, that? And Meredith, uh, Mer- Meredith Davis. She also said Gavin would um, never get Mer- a technical. Meredith, you know nothing. What <laughs> else? Meredith, you can say pumped. If you get pumped, you get pumped. Uh, talking of getting pumped, well, not quite. I, 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 no, just before I get on the rugby, because I want to cue you up on that. Um, in the weekend, Julian Hanks was racing, right? And he said, and he put a f- picture f- a picture up on the social media. Anyway, I watched it, and I was like, well, how much did he win by? So I was watching them race, and then the the bloke next to him so everyone was racing freestyle the bloke next to him was racing butterfly why sound bizarre to you yeah so anyway i got on i said julian why is the bloke and and he didn't realize he goes i didn't see that but apparently in freestyle you can do you whatever stroke free, you want. You can do whatever. So, but normally the athlete will choose the, what they are better at. Oh, the faster stroke would obviously be front crawl. Yeah, norm, that's right. But this this guy, he was flying in the butterfly. I'll send it to you. What legend. But Julian told me, so d- didn't know that. So if you're in freestyle, technically you can do whatever you want, according to Julian. I'm going to have to check out the rules. What, is, what does Meredith have to say about that? She's uh, <laughs> annoying you. Anyway, talk about the rugby. We've got to... F- a five-minute wrap on rugby, Scott, because, um, by the way, how's your digit? I notice you've got your cast off. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's, 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 still, it's black and swollen. Black, now, I came like down for the sausage. second half, mate, and you know, I watched you... I saw uh, you pull up, so I was like, I need to get out of here. Get out of this there. Well, you, you, this isn't going our way today, so yeah. I need to get out you of You went out on a limb, so to speak. Yeah, Scott. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> yeah, but it was, what was the final score? 27-12. 27-12 yep. to RCL. Good crowd up watching. Uh, and yeah. I, I noticed that the 12 points came after you left the park as well yeah, yeah. so did the other 15 that they got um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah I don't know what, what to say really beaten by by better team I think can't complain about the, that yeah you kept them in their, in the second half you kept the scrappy uh, game like it was uh, is it, it, it going to be a clean game no I wouldn't say like that but I think both teams they you know they probably got two chances and took them both one was off a drop kick um don't know what the winger was doing, but pfft, is what it is. Yeah, James Wheeler dives over, and then there's a bit of a any scuffles. Yeah, there's a bit of a fracas, wasn't there? Um, and then I think four of us went to the bin for that, myself included. You're in there. Um, yeah, aren't you too old for that? Um, well, it wasn't really. It was more. Oh, I don't care if they're listening, but it was just a bit of incompetency from the officials, to be honest. Um, I was clearing a kick and got hit with a high shot, so went to have a discussion with the player who'd done it. We sort of came together, talked about is it. Is there evidence it's a high shot, Scott, or you just... Yeah, of course like, there is. You, you know just, there is. You just got built. You know there is. You know there is. <laughs> um, yeah, and I basically was like, you did this, you blah, 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 I'll not use the language. And then, yeah, it was like, and then he basically said, yeah, sorry for caught you. And I was like, no, that's all good. And then we were walking back and the next thing, you know, big swarm of boys coming over. Adrian Mendez comes over to break things up, slips on the concrete, concrete, f- flies into Oshin's knees. Uh, so he's like, oh, what are you doing? And then, yeah, all handbags and stuff. So, yeah, so Oshie Oshi got, Oshi got involved in well, this not, last game? No, not really. Well, again, I didn't see what was happening. We were just swarmed by everybody. And then okay. you normally get the guys who are keen to get involved. And then there's like the second wave who are the guys who want to be shown breaking okay. it all up and stuff like that you know so ah so that was it in the first five or, minutes or no i'd say that's about half an hour into the game actually as okay. i say it was it was a, it was a game where the players sort of both teams sort of struggled to really grab the game by the scruff of the neck pretty scrappy you know they were delighted with their well you i mean you wouldn't have seen that the at the end there but they were delighted with the win uh, to 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 beat volfer actually so i think there's a little bit of respect for how much 
Volfa have come on because if they, they, I mean, they were they were jump they were, you know, they, anyone thought they'd won the on the NBA. Yeah, I think I well, you know, obviously I think it's been built up a little bit. You know, there's a few people have transitioned over, changed changed club. Um, yeah, you know, fair fair play to them. It's it's uh, it is what it is. So when the next time the next time you play them is next next season, is probably it? next year. I don't know. You, you know, want to do a preseason? You don't want to do a preseason head out against each other, or there's still uh, there'll be bad blood from the match. I don't. Well, I, it, you can well, bad blood. I don't know. It's not really bad blood. It's not really. I think it maybe maybe some people take it a bit more personally, you know, than it is. Um, there's a bit of heckling going on when I arrived. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Is this, is this like is is this compared to the um, hot basketball? Is this like T seventy one? There's only two teams in it, really. Yeah. They can give it a go. But I think this is brilliant for the game. I really do. I think if we get a little bit of, you know, uh, I would say aggression is the wrong word to use, but if we get two teams pumped up wanting to wanting to knock the socks off each other, yeah, it's I good. think it's good for the game, and we need it. Let's get a third team involved. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you like, know so. it's only it's only the more the more the more senior senior teams, senior matches going on, is only gonna gonna benefit the uh, the uh, you know the game. But obviously, you know, RCL are sort of you know obviously they've never lost it. You know, you know records are there to be to be broken at the end of the day. So it will happen at some point, whether it will be yeah. before. Whether it be in our lifetime, you know, we don't know, but um, no, the yeah, keep, t- t- yeah, keep ticking away. I think it's um, I think and decent number of spectators up yeah, at the ground good, as good well. Crowd, good to. I mean, I obviously had to shoot off. Yeah, pop my finger. Um, made a glass these days, mate. So, but yeah, they who did they score through? James Wheeler. He was very good, very good. He was playing seven white scrum cap. He was, uh, yeah, it would have been my man of the match. Uh, Oshie, Oshie played well. Yeah, he played de- decent game. Um, Christian Olsen. Played very well. Um, at Twelve. Good to see him back actually, because he came back to Lux. He blew out his knee quite duck, badly. Yeah, duck. Mm, duck. Big, big, tall bloke. Big yeah. physical bloke. Yeah. Um, likes to think he's physical. No. Um, yeah. No. Chris Apper's good to see him back playing. He went well. And so then you, Oshin got their third try, and then I think well they got a couple of kicks, and I think they might have got one more at the end. So you come together for the national team? Not anymore. Not anymore. Games cancelled against Moldova. Yeah. So that's. It's disappointing. It's a bit of a shame, really. So I would That's say... That's your third match. You've had Latvia. Yeah, so that'll be... I would say this Czech Republic game will be cancelled as well because I don't know... Is it, it from... Uh, so what's the reason? Is it because of funds? Funding from, from COVID, you don't... You know, they that we just do what we're told at the end of the day, but that means you've got... you know. And it came from uh, came from our end or or, or in this case... We Mark don't know. You just made aware that the, the fixture's not going to happen and they'll say it's because Moldova don't have the funds to travel or, okay. you know, whatever it might be, but... You know, so you're going to go two years if they don't play Czech Republic match. I just don't see it happening. They are that Moldova are also near war torn Ukraine, absolutely. so they could, could play a big part of absolutely. it as well. But yeah, but then on the flip side, you know, Ukraine made their comeback to international rugby last weekend. Actually, so, okay, who do they play? Uh, they play Croatia. And I don't know the result, but um, but yeah, but um, yeah, so it's sort of. Unfortunately, the, you know it's it's good that we had that 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 derby, if you like, you know the the RCL Wolfer game, get boys going again, and now it's sort of it's the nature of rugby in Luxembourg. It all peters out. Like I was chatting to, I was working with Luca, who was playing on the wing for them, working with him today, and he's like, "When's your next game?" And he's like, "First weekend in April." 
Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no continuity. There's no continuity. Do you know, you want to, ultimately you can train as much as you want, you can hit the gym, but you've got to be playing games regularly. From you what know? I see on social media, there seems to be more continuity with the under 16s and under 18s. Well, they play in Belgium, don't they? Okay. You know, so maybe that's something, the trouble is the seniors, if they played in Belgium, would have to play on a Sunday. It's the way the game is. It's also the same in France. They all play on a Sunday. Mm. You know, I think they should, they should definitely sit down and see how they could collaborate with some more, more, you know, because it's difficult in Germany because you can play the regional leagues, but you play even less less games in that league than you do in in Division Two. So it's always always been the, I guess, always and, been and the, what the ultimately problem. would be a diff- more of a challenging league. It'll be the same, same be- Belgium and Germany. Would, would it be? Um, I would say that it's more. I, I don't know. Would would a team like you know? I don't wait. Would RCL be all right in the first in the top division in Belgium? I don't know. I, I haven't seen the first division, so. Um, it's like when we, you know, but I only compare it back to when we we were playing there two, three years ago. You know, our team would we be all right in the first division? You don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, we we you know, we're notorious for being strong at home because we can get everybody playing. You know, weaker travelling away because you can't get the. You know, you don't want to sit on a bus for three, four hours. I mean, it's all in, it's all in limbo. I think they should take a step back and look at the bigger picture and be like, right, how can we try and get more. More, more get more junior clubs. Get more junior clubs in Luxembourg. You know they've got RCL, they've got Walford Orange, they've got CSE, they've got Terre Rouge, they've got the Eagles. Now, if you get another three, two, three junior clubs in and around Luxembourg, and then they feed into senior teams, yeah, that would make a big difference. You might, that, you might be able to have a local league for junior. Yeah, I mean, if you can have absolutely, an, if you can have under ten at a local absolutely. league now, that's something I I personally would encourage. Is the they obviously do the Lux League, which is brilliant, but I would encourage more domestic fixtures as well. So, you know, if you've got a club, a stronger club, um, someone like RCL, who has yeah. a very, very big junior section, can they play their their B teams and stuff like that? You know, just to be getting kids more rugby, but we all know that doesn't happen. You know, they want to, all clubs, not just RCL, all clubs want to win everything. That's yeah, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate thing, yeah. yeah but it happens in squash as well, I yeah. can tell you. Now, listen, we've got a couple of upcoming sports events in Luxembourg in the coming weeks. Uh, this weekend, as we've highlighted, we've got the FLBB basketball uh, finals. We have uh, the men's and women at the, at the cock. We, um, we have on the 23rd of March, we have Luxembourg playing Austria in the table tennis. And of course, uh, next weekend, is it? The 26th yep, of March? Yeah, next weekend. Next, yeah, next absolutely. Sunday, Luxembourg are playing, hosting. Luxembourg hosting, hosting Portugal. Hosting Portugal. 2045 kickoff. Will he or won't he? That is the big, that is the the big, big question. question. Uh, that's our wrap for this week, Nathan. Uh, thanks to our guests, obviously, Benoit and Sonia from the world of Pickleball. And as always, a huge thank you to the army of volunteers out there. And whether it's peeling oranges, washing kit, marking out pitches, coaching. Yeah, the, the ones at the post the there's loads of them helping yeah, yeah. out. On, on, Absolutely. On Whatever you're doing, keep doing it and keep getting those youngsters and everybody in sport. You can check out the regulars uh, from tomorrow morning, Sam Steen from 6am. You've got Steps at 12. You've also got Melissa from 3. Um, and uh, this Sunday, we'll obviously be feeding back about what we have seen down at the basketball finals. Of course, of um, course, of course. And I, I was actually up there on... Tuesday, yesterday, um, and we were in the arena. So normally they do it, you know, the arena where we commentated on the tennis. tennis it's yeah. not in that one. It's in the bigger one. Um, and they've put like, you know, the big black drapes and stuff. So I think it's going to look really, really impressive when we get up there. Cool, cool, Hopefully cool. it's absolutely, um, absolutely pumping. And we've got some volleyball guests this, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this that, Sunday And again, as well. that's ahead of their their cup final, final, which is the, the following week. We'll have Anthony Perez back in for the BGL League Roundup. You can check us out, as always, on Facebook, Instagram, the RTL Play website. Until then, it's cheer. Cheer. cheer.